0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Health Services Division podcast series. Today we're going to be talking about the occurrence note family of assessments found in the Yardi system. I'm Susan Adams and today I'm joined by Doug Jones and Barbara Biedenbach. Welcome Doug.
1: Hello. Glad to be here.
0: Welcome, Barbara. Hello. So. Today, what I want to talk about, as I mentioned, is the occurrence note family of assessments. Doug, I understand that these assessments are brand new.
1: Yeah, um, we've made a few changes, made them a little bit faster. We added a down list instead of the uh, regular buttons that we used to have. We've um, included a few extra questions. Uh, The one I think we're really excited about is the NeuroCheck assessment. Um, and we'll, we'll. I'm sure we'll get into that one in a minute. But uh, you'll notice that they're, they're going to be shorter, faster to use, um, and cleaner.
0: Nice, Barbara. What can you tell us about the occurrence notes? Why are we using them?
2: Well, um, the occurrence note was initially developed as the, as a way um, for nurses to document concisely, accurately, um, and have consistent documentation um, as related to any sort of incident that would require an incident report. So that's sort of where the development of the form initiated.
0: And why are there three, Barbara?
2: Well, we have an initial note that is called the occurrence note, and that note is completed at the time of the incident. So, if it were, for example, a fall, then we would complete. The staff would complete an incident report, and then instead of going to a nurse's note or a progress note, we would go to our occurrence note, and that's the initial documentation that remains in the chart to um, give a, give an account of of the occurrence and what happened. And then as, you know, we have best practices and standards that we certainly utilize. And as a best practice and a standard, you you do follow each incident um, for a certain number of times or hours post-incident. So our standard is basically 72 hours that we would be, uh, the communities are, to be completing this occurrence follow-up note um, every shift for 72 hours post incident, and that that just Susan just gives us an opportunity as nurses to follow the the resident a little closer and make sure that we're paying you know just a little more attention to them um, to um, to make sure that they're safe post post incident. And then um, the neuro check form, that's one that um, I'm really excited about. That's a form that actually we um it has not been in our yardie system. We've had to complete that form on paper and then upload it into the system and so I asked doug to let's get together and see how we could just um have that a part of our current note and um and he did and it's a it's it's very good it's based off of national standards so um it 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 speaks to the language that nurses are used to using. We um, have reactions to pupils and levels of consciousness in there, all the things that we need to properly assess a resident um, if we need to utilize a
0: neuro check. Nice. It sounds like you're really streamlining the, uh, the documentation needs of, of the nursing staff um, in our communities. <laughs> so, Barbara, um, the occurrence notes that you just described, I've heard that called alert charting. Is that, is that correct?
2: It can be called alert charting. Um, sometimes communities will have a, uh, like a whiteboard or something in the nurses area and, and they do list, um, residents that are kind of on alert that we're paying, um, a little more attention to, um, with documentation and observations and things like that. So we will call, that's another, another kind of nursing term that is alert charting. So yes.
0: Okay, great, Doug. Yeah, what can you tell me about the occurrence notes and and how you worked with Barbara to develop them? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Um, a lot of the work doing working on these for so
1: long, I I have now nailed down how to spell occurrence. Um, I, I've got that right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but a couple of the things that I really like about it is the the neuro check um, while. Barbara was right, it's, it meets a lot of standards that, that we weren't meeting before. Um, one of my favorite parts about the family of the occurrence note is that when you start with the occurrence note, there's a single question in there that'll ask you, did this resident incur uh, a head injury? If you answer no, then these three notes will, it, it'll automatically populate the follow-up note for the nurse, so they don't have to remember to go in and grab that next note. It'll automatically populate that, and if if they answer that question yes, this resident did incur a head injury, then it'll automatically populate the neuro check, and and we're pretty proud about that because then it doesn't, you know, the the nurse doesn't has to have to go back to the incident or the original occurrence note to find out whether they need to do a neuro check or or a follow up. It'll automatically populate form, so we're pretty excited about that.
0: That that's great. Um, you know, from shift to shift, then you don't have to remember to go look at the previous shift to figure out what you're doing. That's That's, correct. Yeah, that's great. That's really great.
2: So as nurses, we're, um, unfortunately, we're continually distracted um, at times. And so this is the the integration of these forms, the occurrence note to the neuro check is is just, it's really gonna be a lifesaver for the nurses. Um, Because, again, we we do get distracted and we get pulled away with questions and maybe other emergencies or or what have you. And and we need that little gentle reminder that, hey, you had a head injury and you need to complete this neuro check form. So, um, and I I will just add that the way we, Doug and I sort of came up with this as we were talking, you know, we have, um, we do a lot of auditing. Our team does our regional nurses, myself, your uh, EMAR team do a lot of auditing. And so, over that, the course of auditing and looking at our processes, you know, and and also listening to the DOHSs, listen to the the boots on the ground. What are they saying about this form? Is it helpful to them? Um, Is it efficient? Is it accurate? Those those sort of things. And also getting uh, feedback from surveyors. So, that's Another thing that sort of prompted us to really look at this form and see how how could we improve it, how could we make it better, how could we make it more efficient,
0: um, as we could. That's great. Um, so Barbara, will will all well maybe this is a question for Doug. So Doug, will all rental communities have access to this form?
1: Um, I believe they will. I think uh actually Barbara you could you could chime in on this as well. I I think it'll be everybody including the social models is that correct?
2: Correct. That is correct. Anybody that's currently using our um our incident report section that is in the Yardie emar they would have access to this to to the um family of the occurrence notes.
0: And I I would like right. to add <laughs> one
2: more piece just that um you know we also I think we'll be able to, with this form, with the NeuroCheck form and also on our current note, we are going to be able to capture the pain levels a little better and more accurately than what we had been doing in the past. This is a reminder that with every incident, you know, we should be addressing whether a resident has pain or not, which um, we we need to care plan and do a plan of action for. So it's it's just, it's, it's a really good form.
1: And, Susan, just to also uh, um, reiterate about whether or not it's available to all rental communities, just to be clear, um, it is available to all rental communities, those that utilize the YARDI system.
0: Oh, well, that's a good, good point. Um, tell me a little bit about the incident report. How does the incident report drive this occurrence note, or does it? It doesn't actually drive it.
1: Um, they have to do an incident report first, and on the incident report, there will be a question uh, for the care partners that asks, have you completed an occurrence note? And by checking that, and keep in mind, this is a legal document, so by checking that and putting their initials on it, they're saying, yes, we've, we've accomplished this occurrence note. And once they start using this new occurrence note, they'll have no choice but to also complete either the follow-up or the neuro check that comes with it.
0: Because that automatically opens up for them.
1: Yes, ma'am, that's correct.
0: Okay, so the incident report doesn't actually open up the occurrence note, but it prompts them to go once, they're completed, once they've completed that incident to open up that occurrence. That's correct. Nice. Um, so why are we making all of these changes, Barbara?
2: We're just always looking for ways to improve and streamline um, and be the most efficient that we can be. Use, um, as, as Doug has referenced before, as, as few clicks as possible to get us where we want and what we need, um, just to be more efficient. And, you know, we have to always, unfortunately, when there's an incident, then we have to always think, too, from a liability perspective how are we doing with our documentation is it supportive of the cares that we're offering and the actions that we've provided in relation to um an an accident or an incident so we're we're looking at it from a lot of different aspects but um but i think this time we've we've hit a, a good home run with this one
0: wonderful so doug when will these forms be available or are they already available
1: well, we've started the, we, we've already completed the testing, um, made a few adjustments, and t- retested, but we do want our team to, to touch on them one more time and do some more functionality testing, make sure that they're going to work the way we expect them to. And I'm looking to have them released uh, middle of next week if I can, um, if not the middle of next week, the week after. So nice. it shouldn't be too much longer.
0: Nice. Barbara, do you have any additional comments about these these uh, new forms. Um, just that I'm
2: really excited about them, and I'm I feel really good about them, and and feel like that they're going to accomplish the the goal that we we set out to accomplish with, you know, um, taking uh, taking our cares to a higher level and our accountability and you know accuracy, efficiency, the the, the items I've already mentioned. So I feel like we are, we are meeting
0: our goals here, and I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> great, great. And um, Doug, any comments, additional comments from you?
1: Yeah, I think these assessments uh, are going to be a lot better at getting the nurse to get through them a little bit faster, giving them a little more time with the resident um, and and spending more time with them rather than spending all their time trying to remember what form they have to get or what form they have to complete. And I think this is going to be a smoother process for, for everyone involved, and it's I'm looking forward to hearing hearing the feedback from everyone.
0: That's fabulous. Um, Well, this concludes our podcast session here today. Thank you for attending the Health Services Division podcast series. Legal disclaimer.
2: Life Care Services, LLC, is not engaged in rendering legal advice. Therefore, any information provided in this podcast, although intended to be correct, is also not intended to replace or supersede the advice of your legal counsel. Also, thank you to Ben Sounds for the music provided in this podcast.